Okay, so I want to begin today's shear discussing a little bit more of the legacy of the Ureim. Uh, I just want to say, in response to Ezra's cheppering over the last couple of shiurim, that you shouldn't dismiss the Ureim just because it's a shita that is not so popular nowadays. Uh, the Ureim is a major figure in the history of halacha, and we'll just spend a minute today tracing the reverberations of the Ureim's view in the Chachme Ashkenaz and the later Baliatosos following the Aram. Uh, it's just important to show that this is an idea that percolated uh, amongst the Chachmei Ashkenaz for some time. Um, so this is, this is a deeper question about when we view a Shita as still being a live Shita versus the, the Shita no longer being live or just a quirky, off-the-beaten-path Shita. All right, so who, uh, who quotes the Aram other than the Aram himself? Brought down the Sefer Yireim? Yeah, the Mordechai. So Mordechai, who's the Mordechai? Well, Mordechai ben Hillel, Talmud of the... Not a Talmud of the Rush. I'll give you a biography. Yeah, well, that would be cheating. It's not cheating. So he is a Talmud of the Maram of Rutenberg. Remember the Maram had three Talmidim that he sent to uh, Ashkenaz, the Svarajah Shobrex of Halacha? Who are the three Talmidim? Maram's three big Talmidim? The Mordechai is one, very good Shras. Not the Ra, the Ra is Chachmei Svar. Yeah, right, yeah. The, the Moshe Cohen, I believe Moshe Cohen, the author of the Agos Memonios. That's the Ashkenazi. You get the Sukkim and the Baliatosos on the Rambam there. And the Rush. The Rush. The Rush Luchora, I might be wrong, but I believe the Rush was really written on the. Riff. On the Riff, right? Similar to the Mordechai. I think the Mordechai was also written on the, on the Riff. So these are all German Baliatosos. A bit of a puzzle about the Rush, why uh, you don't really get Mesoras of Germany. In the rush, so that's a bit of a puzzle. But you get all the German Misoras in the Mordechai, the Marama Brutenberg, and in the Hagos Maimonios. That's where you look for the German Misoras. Who are the German Baliatosos? Who are the Chachme Germania? Rukach may be one of them. That's right, the Rukach may be an early one of Siri Ashkenaz. Who? Orzarua is a great example, correct? Orzarua. The Ravan and the Ravya, the Orzarua. Uh, those are like the major figures of the, the Rokach is one of them. Those are the major figures of the Chachmei Gemani. Rida Chassid and Sir Chassidim, plus uh, Baliatosos, but certainly in that same, uh, same Tkufa. So it's a whole, whole Mesora of Halacha unto, unto itself. So here you get the uh, Mordechai. So the Mordechai is the end of uh, the German Baliatosos. You should know he, he's killed Al Kiddush Hashem. Did we discuss this? In 1298, there were these uh, crusades that called the Rindfleisch that decimated German Jewry at the end of the 13th century. And when the Mordechai is killed, that's basically the end of the Kihila in Germany. You don't really have German Baliatosos uh, after that for a while. But then there's really not much else left in Germany until uh, 
you know, like about a hundred and something years later, with uh, Maril. Well, everyone moves to Poland a little later. They moved to Poland a little afterwards, in the around 1500s. But there's not much going on from the 1300, early 1300s onwards in Germany. So the Mordechai is at the very end of this of this tradition. When did they? When did Rabbi Lazar of Metz live? His whole problem. He was called Rabbi Lazar of Metz. Pashup shot. It's not clear if he lived in France or if he lived in Germany. The Rayim. He's a contemporary of Rabbi Nitam. Uh, seems like he was the Rebbe of the Rokeach and the Ravia. So what is the Ereim? When did the Ereim live? So 12th century. So 12th century is the 1100s, right? Right? So the Mordechai is about 100, let's say the Mordechai is about 100 years later after the after the Ereim. And he quotes his Shita. It seems like he quotes his Shita as pretty good law, no? In, um, in Shabbos, Simen Tuf Nun Vav. No? Like he doesn't dismiss it, uh, quotes the whole Shita. I think everything is pretty clear. Was there anything novel in his citation of the Shita? I think it's pretty straightforward. Right? Nice, nice summary of the Ereim's view. So at least 100 years later in Germany, it seems like the Ereim's view was cited by the Mordechai. I don't know if it was cited as doctrinal, but certainly it was, it was cited as um, having authority equal to all the rayas, equal to the analysis, which would mean that Shkia, meaning Shkia, when the sun, when the solar disk disappears beneath the horizon, that is night midaraisa. And Ben Ashmashos is prior to that. That's what you'd get on the Mordechai's citation of the... Um, of the Iraim. All right? What do you do with Tzisa Kochavim, according to the Iraim? What do you do with Kochav Echad, Yom, Shnei Kochavim, Ben Ashmashos, Gimma Kochavim, Laila? Exactly. It's just a Yesh Lachosh. Meaning, those are just good indica- indicators of whether Shkia Sachama happened or not. But the idea of looking to the stars is not Meikar Adin. I flipped open the other day the Encyclopedia Talmudis volume on Lila. Lila. And they, they say there, you know, Lila is Mishas Tseisa Kochavim. You're like, what are you talking about? That's maybe one day uh, in the Gemara. But you can see, they're just so biased, by the way, we think of Tseisa Kochavim. And then, like, you have to kind of read on into the piece, and you can see they'll like, say, oh, you know, and... Like much later in, then much later on, then you get this sense that, yeah, there are other views out there. So it's interesting to see, like when uh, these canonical works begin to just work like an article sitter. So really, Encyclopedia Talmudic should know better. So, it's a shame. It's a shame okay. for them. Not for them. It's a shame for them. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Look here at the Sefer HaAguda. The Sefer HaAguda is also late Ashkenaz. Uh, you can see here, um, he lives in Germany towards the end of the 13th century. So he's roughly a contemporary of the Mordechai. In the biography, it says, Ukibel Torah mitalmid of Shalmarami Rutenberg. Bahamra Mordechai ben Hillel. Who's a Mordechai ben Hillel? Mordechai. Mordechai. So we have the Aguda, who's Talmud of the Mordechai, so a generation later. On Shab Islamid Dalit or in Parkbam Madlikim Simon Memtas, Ben Ashmashos, 
Mishatishka hachama lepiresh Rabbi Yos Rabbi Lazar mimitz b'sefer Yireim tsarech lekabel Shabbos mibod yom gadol kedamina b'masa chazi tarnegolim. He's saying there she's Rabbi Lazar mimitz. He doesn't flush it out, but he cites the Yireim that Ben Ashmashos begins Mishatishka hachama, which is according to the Yireim when. Exactly, before Shkia. Misha Tishka is in advance of Shkia, three quarters of a mil in advance. That's when a person has to be on a Kabbalah Shabbos. So you can see here, a generation after the Mordechai, the Aguda, seems to be working with the Sefer Yerims. Actually, I wonder if the German Baliatosos actually rejected Abinatam and Paskin like the Yerim, even. Are you shaking your head, Ezra? I, I, I don't think so. I mean... Maybe Isn't it weird be, that you have this Stam Aguda here following the... I don't think it's not Stam. He says, the Pirish Rabbein Allah is a He doesn't quote, uh, you're saying it's just, if you hold this way. Yeah, also like, he, it, it just said that in Shabbos, maybe like, they're just mocking me, like, I got Maybe. Maybe. The Ibn Ezra in Shmos Parakir Ches Pasuk Yud Gimel. So he has a comment here about defining day and night. Let's get a volunteer. And who prepared the Ibn Ezra? Net. How great is it to be in Ibn Ezra in defining the Yom Balayla? Is that not a great experience? I think he's defining it. All right. Um, okay. so, Sounds like it wasn't that great, right? That's the. <laughs> yeah, where's your enthusiasm? For Ezra. You're not an Ibn Ezra guy? Really? I've become a huge fan of Ibn Ezra lately. He's just so fantastic. He has good things to say. Very underappreciated Rishon. Underrated Rishon? Well? Very underrated Rishon. Yeah. So go ahead, Ned. Well? That he wouldn't want to be president of Yeshiva University? Yes. The Rav said that he thanks HaKadosh Baruch every day for not making him president of Yeshiva University. No, 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 Right. I'm saying the Rav also said that about himself. When he wanted to be president against... So Moshe sat in This is when he's adjudicating Klal Yisrael, right? This is in Parsh Yisrael when Novel Tivol Okay, da. This is a very interesting thing. Boker Ames, I take it, he means the real morning, meaning objectively, scientifically, realistically, when does day begin? It begins at Zrichas Hashemesh. When is that? Well, I think it's a Netzachama. That's what I think. Yeah. I think Zrichas Hashemesh is when the sun shines. So the solar disk appears above the horizon. That's when day begins. That's di- that's Yom Amiti, Bukar Amiti. Okay. Well, he means like Amiti versus the other things, just in terms of like what he actually thinks versus what what Chazal thinks. That so let's see. We're going to figure that out in a second. But Zeh Bukar who al Derech Mikra. The word Bukar is homonymous or equivocal. What is Derech Mikra? Yeah, it's like. Yeah, what does that mean? Contingently or accidentally. Literally means accidentally. Meaning, it's an accidental, meaning an imprecise use of a term to call 
alos hashachar boker. Are you that's incorrect? It's incorrect. It's not precise. I mean, we know people use words imprecisely, and the Ibn Ezra says that the true sense of the word boker means richa, meaning netzachama. But the uh, imprecise, uh, almost accidental use of the term is to apply it as well to alos hashachar, when you could see light in the horizon, in the clouds. But that's not Yom Amiti, correct? It's an abuse of the word. Okay, now when is Erev Amiti? Okay, so Erev Amiti is Bishikua Hashemesh. So when is true night? I think that means when the sun disappears, when the solar disk disappears beneath the horizon. But there's also this imprecise, accidental use of the term that it means when the light has subsided, i.e., some degree of darkness, whether that means Tzitzko Chavim, whether that means Hichsif Elyon Vishwatachim, we don't know. Well, it's symmetrical. But that's Derech Mikre, right? That's the Gam Al Derech Mikre Adarei Basor. I take it that's the imprecise usage. Right? Is that in Barchinafshi? Tizrach Shemesh Yasafan Bakar of Ksiv Yitzhad on the polo of Adi Arev. I guess when does he think Adi Arev occurs? I assume he says Tizrach Ah, so you're saying that's, you're saying Barchinafshi is a raya then? Let's look at the psukim. Yeah, you think that's on the sense of the amiti. Chena mar David tizrach Hashem es yasafun va'achar yete adam lefa'alo v'la avodaso ade arev. Well, just hard to know from Kav. Let's take a look at that pasuk. Let's Barchinafshi for a second. Tehillim kuf dalid. Was this Not clear. Not clear, right? Tizrach Hashemesh Yasafun Yitze Adam Lefoalo Adzricha Velavodaso Ade Arev. Let's see what the Ibn Ezra says there. Maybe that'll shed light. Anything? What? Nothing doing in the Ibn Ezra there. I'm looking. So I actually don't know what sense he means it. All right. V'chein Amar David Tizrach Hashem Eshi Asafun V'achar of Ksiv Yitzhi Adam Lefo'alo V'l'avodasa Ade Arev Hmm Kind of a funny riot to bring, no? That? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's super relevant But on the top it says L'hafa ki l'ayla v'yadu And just saying that's that's l'ayla Well Like on top of the animal He explicitly calls it l'ayla But does he mean Ade Arev Meaning darkness or Like it's yeah, Right yeah. Right Maybe his raya here is just for Zricha Sashamash. Right? And presumably, if Zri- I guess you want symmetry, right? You want symmetry that if it's the appearance of the sun, if it's the, if it's the visibility of the solar disk, 
then it's reasonable to think that Nate Sachama triggers the day and Shkia Sachama concludes the day. It would be a weird view to say that Nate begins the day and Seisach Ochavim concludes the day. Like, nobody holds that. So once you have the Raya from Tizrach Shemesh, that it's actually the appearance of the solar disk for commencing, for beginning the day, then the Chorod follows that Arab is defined as the disappearance of the solar disk. Right? So maybe Zricha Zachama being the beginning of the day is enough of Raya that uh, Arab Amiti is that Shkia. Okay, go on. So may erev ad erev tishbesu shabbatchem. Shabbos from erev ad erev. Okay, so this is very fascinating. Shabbos is really supposed to be from the erev ha'emes ad erev ha'emes, meaning shkia to shkia, in his definition, which would be exactly like the Uraim says, right? That Shabbos is from erev to erev. Rak chachaminuzal. Do you think what he's saying is he's passing in like the Uram, but he's just he's adding he's doing uh Tosefa Shabbos? Yeah, so it depends on what it means. Rak chachaminu zal hosifu mechol al I think that language of hosafa mechol al is Tosefa Shabbos. So Tosefa Shabbos occurs in Shkia. We'll see some Rishon after Shkia, meaning Ben Hashmasho. Some Rishonim explicitly have that view against the Ramban, right? The Ramban. It's not. We don't. We don't. We don't. We only like a lot of people think why we start from Shkia because we're whatever. Suffolk. Correct. And he says it's not, it's only. Exactly. That's really when it was And then say it's not because of Suffolk, but because of. Tosefes. Right. I mean, Tosefes Shabbos occurs Ben Ashmashos. We'll see some other Rishonim have that view. So it's, I, I read this Ibn Ezra as Paskining Maker Adin, or assuming Maker Adin like the Ereim. Shab day is from Zricha until Shkia. Shkia being the disappearance of the solar disk. And then. Chazal just want Tosefes Shabbos. We do Tosefes be Knisaso. He doesn't mention Knisaso. What? He doesn't mention Knisaso. Let's see. Like that. Uh, what one? Barach Tachmein Hosifu Mechol Al Kodesh Ramru Kiyetzias. Right, well, there's no, there is no Tosefes then be Knisaso because Shkia is actually Midaraisa. Ramru Kiyetzias, Yom HaShabbos, Tia Ad Tzis HaKuchavim. Midaraisa Shabbos starts at Shkia already. So there's no Tosefes on the front end, at least if you're Makabal Shabbos at Shkia. Okay, Vichol, go ahead, Ned. Right. So he says, this is like the... Notice how he thinks this is con- conciliatory with the scientific view. The scientific view that defines... I guess whoever these Chachmei Atolados and Chachmei Mazolos are. But these astronomers define day by sunrise to sunset. That's the Halachi Kagdara Midaraisa. It's very nice to have somebody who's very explicit about it, right? So that's the Ibn Ezra. So... The Ibn Ezra's view seems to be identical to the view of the Uraim, where it's Shkia that's Kovei Yom Belayla. Richard, you're in agreement? Well, definitely, definitely sounds that way. 
Okay. Any questions or comments on that? Okay, I want to briefly mention two other views, uh, and then we're going to get into a little bit more discussion of the Sheet of the Urayim. But turn for... I want to talk about two other Chachmei Ashkenaz for one second. One is the Sheet of the Rokeach, and one is the Sheet of the Ravon. Both German Chachmei Ashkenaz. So look at the Sheet of the Ravon. I believe I have it here on page... 30. So the Ravon, I believe, is a contemporary of Rabinatam. This is important also just to figure out how widespread was Rabinatam's own view in his day. Anybody prepare this, Ravon? No? So let's read it. Sha'alni Rav Roma Levi Hadan minon shemosifen sha'al mechol ala kodesh so this idea of Tosefes, which we speak of, that we add on to the actual Zman of Shabbos, as the Gemara refers to in Yuma, Tish B'Zu Shabbat Chem, Kol Mokom Shenemar Shvot, to abstain or privation, Mosif and Mechol Ala Kodesh, V'tzan Perek Lam Madlikin, a person should be Madlik Esaner, Samach Lecha Sheicha, that implies, Ein Mosif and Mechol Kodesh. So there's a bit of a stira. The Gemara in Yuma implies that you need to do Tosefa Shabbos. The Gemara in Shabbos implies that you light your nair, Sambach Lecha which sounds like you're not adding on extra time. So that's the stira that this guy asks the Ravan. So here's the Ravan's response. V'nir li, hai Sambach Lecha Sheicha, hai nu Sambach Lechia Sachama. Sambach Lecha Sheicha means Sambach Lechia. When is Tosefa Shabbos according to this view? Right? Meaning, that period is Tosefa Shabbos. This is against the Ramban, I believe. We'll see why in a second. So yes, you're madlik But you have Tosefes from Shkia until Tzis. And he cites that Brisa about Aten which implies that you should be lighting your candles right by Shkia. So Kabbalah Shabbos is right near Shkia and Tosefes is Shkia Tetzes. Okay? So far so good? Biafa gav darmina namorai dishiura bein ashmashos kim lechelkem mevlo yoser Hainu l'Rabbi Yehuda de'amar hichsif ha'elyon v'hishvel etachdon layla. Aval anan kaimalon bibrachos de'ad seisakochav mimamahu. Unbelievable chiddush. V'amina bibsachim mishkia sacham ha'teisakochav mahalachai milin hu yoser mishah. Any idea what's going on here? 
Well, this is the Ravon. I don't think we should complete the Ravon's view with Rabbi Tom's view. Let's see what he says. Well, I want to say something here. The Ravon, I take it, says that when is Lila Midaraisa? Says, right? I think that's right. I mean, says she does her Ravon. So when does Lila Yeah. Why in the world are we from Shkia? Tosefes. Tosefes. Right? So Lila Midaraisa is the Seis. Tosefes Shabbos. That's Shkia. I, Rabbi Yehuda says that Shmashos is only three quarters of a mil. So you don't do like that. Yeah. You know everyone else does. I, Rabbi Yehuda Paskins, that Ben Shmash is only three quarters of a mil, and in his opinion, there's actually about an hour, five mil. The Rabban thinks there's five mil in between uh, Shkia and. He says, no, don't worry about it, because we don't paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. We reject Rabbi Yehuda's shita in favor of the sugim brachos. And this is very fascinating, because brachos is our limud, right? What was our limud, what was our sugim being magir laila for? Kriyashma, mishakwan nefnasan lachal v'chumasan. Our sugim is talking about other halachos. But he says it's actually a machlokas between brachos daf beis and Shabbos daf lamid dalav lamid. Hey, we passkin like brachos over Shabbos. So let's just take a step back for a second. What does that mean? Just thinking about the Encyclopedia Talmudis and the popular conception. Yes, it happens to be that we passkin say sakochavim, but that's the sugya in brachos and the sugya in sachim. Rabbi Yehuda himself, who all the other Rishonim think we Paskin like, believes that Lila commences when? Point Rabbi Yehuda, when does Lila commence? Well, which is? What does that correspond to? Not Shkia. There's a stuff Well, yeah, So it's the that's actually the Hagdar of Laila Midaraisa. Correct? Yafa Gav Damar Amiamurai, the Shir Ben Ashmash Gimekel Kamilvolo Yosef, Hainalar Buda, Damar Hixif Elyam, Hishla Tachton Laila. This is a beautiful Shita of the Ravan. It's a beautiful shita because he's holding, he's pointing out that the logical halachic space is such that Rabbi Yehuda's own view, who all the other Rishonim think we paskin like, is that Laila is b'hichsev elyo mehishvah tafton. Not tzeisakochavim. Not tzeisakochavim. So the point here is that we have at least three shitos. According to the Reim, Laila midaraisa is shkiasachama, the solar disk disappearing beneath the horizon. According to the Ravan, Laila Midaraisa is at Seisakochavim, an hour after Shkia, in his view. 
But according to Rabbi Yehuda, as the Ravan, the Ravan Shita Bidas Rabbi Yehuda, which is the Psak of most, most people think Rabbi Yehuda is authoritative, the Ravan Bidas Rabbi Yehuda is that which is way earlier than Tesak Uchavim. Because that's only three quarters mil after Shkia. Okay? Uh, so I just want to point out with respect to boosting the sheet of the Yireim, both the Yireim and, and the Dasa Ravan Bishitas Rabbi Yehuda believe that Night Midaraisa and Ibn Ezra believe that Night Midaraisa does not correlate to the observation of three stars. Correct? For one Shita, it's Shkia Sachama. For the other Shita, it's Shkia Sachama that happens to correlate to the Kochavim leaving wherever they're hanging out during the day. Tchilas Tesam. And for the third Shita, it's about Hixif Al which is a certain. The way I would describe it is that it's the removal of redness from the sky. And when the redness is removed from the sky, that's Lila. That's how I understand Hifzif Elyon on this view, because if you go back to Shittas of Yehuda and the Gemara and Shabbos, it's, Ben Hashmashel, she's Kol Zman, Mizrach Madim, which is contrasted with Hifzif Elyon, Behishvil Atachton, then it's Laila. So it's really the, the removal of redness, that's Kaveh Laila. So moving away from Tzitzit Kochavim. Good? And that's just brought out very sharply by the Ravan telling us that his own view is that it's Tzitzit Kochavim, that's Magir Laila, and that's actually different. That's just relying on the Gemara and Brachos, which is in tension with the Sagan Shabbos. Uh, Ned, do you have a hand? Yeah. How would the other, those who do say it, then? Sorry, what do you do with, why, why in the world, on his view, do we start Shabbos at Shkia? Tosefa Shabbos, not even Misafi. Very fascinating. Right? Just uh, to Din and Tosefes. I wonder if he thinks that Tosefes. I think it's not a young man. Well, I mean, Rabbi Natan also probably think that too. That what? That you should accept if, or if you do it, then you accept. Except that the the Tosefes, according to the Ravan, is coextensive with Ben Ashmashos. For Rabbi Natan, okay, this Ben Ashmashos is yes, exactly. The Ravan's Ben Ashmashos is five mil. The long Ben Ashmashos. It's the opposite of terrifying. So it's the longest. I mean, Tom's Ben Ashmashos is still three quarters of the mill. So the, the Ramban's point, the Das Rabbein Tam, is that you want your Tosefes Shabbos to be prior to Ben Ashmashos. The Ravon is perfectly happy for Tosefes to coincide with Ben Ashmashos. It could be that we have a different Haggadah of Tosefes Shabbos according to these different views. According to the Ramban, Bidasa Benetam, Tosefa Shabbos, is to add on to a chi of Shabbos that you wouldn't otherwise be accepting Misafi. <laughs> According to the Ramban, it's possible that all Tosefa Shabbos is is to most of yourself in Misafi. So that you're accepting a time that would otherwise be Suffolk Shabbos as Vabbat Shabbos. So it could be there's something fundamental uh, about the nature of Tosefa Shabbos here that is at work. Okay, Ned? Yeah. How, how does the, um, for those who do think that Seis is the Zman Ayah of the Yerisa? One day, one day, one day. If, if, if we can't be the Simcha when we're learning, 
And clearly there's something wrong with our learning. Maybe the question is bothering me so much that I can't Okay. This is like the Shiloh, whether you can learn Be'iyan on uh, Tishba. Um, yeah. So you're the type of guy who can learn Be'iyan on Tishba because you get so irritated. <laughs> Alright, we got a smile. Now you say. So, for those who say that Bible the Rice is at Seis, I guess they would say that Hifsif Ha'elyon Ve'Hishrael Tachton coincides with Tesek O'Chavim. Like they would just read Rabbi Huda Hifsif Ha'elyon Tachton Laila as coincident with the moment of Tesek O'Chavim. The Ravonir is explicitly denying that. He's saying the Hagdar, the sheer of Tesek O'Chavim is in tension with Hifsif Ha'elyon Tachton. In the Gemara itself, it's not clear, because the Gemara doesn't tell us how these different shirim align with each other. Just like the fabulous move of the Ureim to say that Shkia is Tseis. <laughs> it's just Tchilas Tseisam. The mind-blowing uh, move of the Ureim. Yeah. Okay, Ned? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ezra. Uh, the reason why I said this was like the Ureim Tom is because it is without... It was probably where, like, maybe Rabbi Anton was before he saw the Sphere. Because this doesn't help. Like, what, what does the Rabbi do with the Sphere? I mean, what does he do with the Sphere between what and what? Shkiyas. It's Machlok? What do you mean? According to Rabbi there's no Sphere. It's Machlokas. It's Machlokas Asugyas, whether Laila is Tesakuchavim or Laila is Hixif Elyon Behishulatachim. The sugya in Shabbos, that says two-thirds, that says three-quarters of a mil, that's assuming Rabbi Yehuda. We don't paskin like Rabbi Yehuda, he says. We paskin like the sugya in... Meaning, his cherish that Rabbi Yehuda denies tzeis, hakochavim. Rabbi Yehudah assumes that Rabbi Yehuda agrees with tzeis, hakochavim. And then if you read Rabbi Yehuda in Shabbos as saying that there's three quarters of a mil from Shkia to Tzeis, that's so sure the Sugim Sachim, which says there's five mil from Shkia to Tzeis. Comes the Ravan and he says, no, you all made a mistake. Rabbi Yehuda's not a Tzeis HaKochavim man. So three quarters of a mil is from Shkia to Hechzef Elion Le'Hishel Atachtam. Five mil, oh, that's Allah the Sugya in Brachos, which is Shkia to Tzeis. Isn't that great? Yeah. So that's what I've seen so far. Okay, good. It's really, uh, it's, it's, try putting your, you have to put yourselves into the mindset of the Rishonim, right? Where, like, you're just, you're just trying to figure out when the day begins and ends. You're not, you're not constrained by, you know, hundreds of years of practice, you know, forcing you to believe that Tezakal Chavim is, or 42 minutes is the end of the day. Don't we say that 
Islam and Mahlokas, Allah Khalok Islam, and then we would pass the Makhluk and Rabbi Yehuda in that case, if there's another Makhluk between Rabbi Yehuda and the first. Where's the Stam? Who's the Stam? Where? That's how the Rabbans assuming. Meaning, Mishash Akhan and Hassan Lachal Bachimasa, and that's Stam Mishnah, Stam Mishnah, Stam Mishnah, Stam Mishnah, Which Machlokas, though? Later, the one in, uh, in Shabbos about how long the Shmashos is. And when... In the price, they mean? Yeah, oh, that's not much. Right. So. The world's wide open. Uh, okay. Let's look at one other sheet that I just want to call to your attention. Then we're going to look at a little more about the acceptance of the Urayim. I do wonder, why was Rabbeinu Tam so convinced that the Sugyan Psachim is a Libadar of Yehuda? Anybody remember? Sugyan Psachim? Yeah, Psachim Sadi Gimel. Well, because he's the one who says, I know between um, Shkiyamsi's and Chavim. Four notes, sorry. Let's just look at that a second. Uh, let's see. Psachim Sadi Dalid. Meser, Yehuda Omer. Where in Shabbos? Oh, when he's connecting the Nipsi. Saying how else are in Shabbos does he just get rid of the three? I mean, it's still hard not to be Yehuda's opinion. Yehuda's opinion is that Nipsi, Elio. He thinks that's about the, as he brings the time, he's at his about like the stuff like about what not the Kukhara Bill and Bainan. Right, and Rabbeinu Tam would say Hitzvahelia and Hitzvahelia is just a way of a set that's coincident with Tzitzah Gokhavim. So he assumes probably not that Right. Rabbeinu Tam is wedded to that notion that Tzitzah Gokhavim is the anchoring Kovea of Laila. I'm just saying also like in Shabbos Meaning Rabbeinu Tam cannot imagine that Rabbi Yehuda denies Tzitzah Gokhavim as Kviyas Laila. Whereas the Rabban is saying, Rabbi Yehuda is the free agent. Laila is Hitzif Elyon and Hitzif Tachton. Is the Rabban saying that the whole Gemara in Shabbos is a Liba the Rabbi Yehuda? He's saying that. That's Bishita's Rabbi Yehuda, correct. Right. From Shkia to Hitzif Elyon and Hitzif Tachton, that's what the Amoraim there say, it's three quarters of a mile. Because of the crinkling of the fantastic Ravon, though, no? It's uh, maybe even better than the Ibn Ezra. There's a bit of a problem though, because you do well, you have a Yehuda here. Uh, well, I guess Mesir of Yehuda Omer, he's not saying that that's the Hagdar of Lila. There's no evidence in Psalchim and Sadidala that Lila depends on Tesek Chavim. Rabbi Yehuda agrees scientifically that it's five mil from Shkia to Tzis. They're not right. He just thinks that Lila doesn't depend on Tzis. Actually, there's no stira. Right. Meaning it is Rabbi Yehuda's view in Psalchim Sadidala that says five mil from Shkia to Tzis. He just thinks that Tzis is not the Hagdar of Lila. Here the Gemara is trying to figure out Obiyab Shel Rakia. That's all the Gemara is trying to do. 
There's no definition of Lila that depends on it. So, so the Ravana is a perfectly coherent reading of the, of the Sigit. How does the Ravana understand Shia? It's a great question. Uh, I assume that he means Stam Shkia means when the sun disappears. Unless the Rishonim have a reason to, like, give us reason to redefine it. Gemara and Brachos, with Rashi, where he says that it's on the Sesa Kloven point, Shu Gummer Bias Hashemesh. Mar Bias Hashemesh, right. Isn't that closer really to Shia than Sesa? Well, Gemar Bia can mean that there's like Tchilas Bia Sashemesh and Sof Bia Sashemesh. That's fine. But seemingly Shia, according to Rabbi Sof, that's what's defining as Sesa Kachavim. Say again? In the Gemara and Brokha, seemingly defining Sesa Kachavim, at least according to Rashi. Yeah, it's Rashi. Right, as if you want to read Rashi and then Rabban. Yeah. Right. Let me ask you, let me put it this way. To Jeremy's point, does anybody see reason to interpret the Rabban? as defining Shkia as something, as anything other than the disappearance of the solar disk beneath the horizon. Or not, right? So I, I just think it's one of those things that, like, we should use the word Shkia. Even every Tom concedes this, I believe. Well, it's actually not clear. Um, that the straightforward meaning of Shkia is the disappearance of the solar disk. Like the Ibn Ezra says. You may say that Shkia is, is delayed and like there's, a, like, there's a process that Shkia takes a while. My own reading of Ravina Tam and Sefer Yasha, you're right, is against that. Like, I think Ravina Tam's Lashon there implies that Shkia begins when the sun is Rotze, Maschela, like Rotze, Lihikane, Sparakia, which could be prior to that. You're right, but I, I think in the Ravon, there's no reason to read that in. Yeah. Okay. Let's look at one other Chachmei Ashkenaz, uh, one other of the Chachmei Ashkenaz. And then we'll say a little more about the legacy of the Uraim. So look here at the Rokeach, and I'm, I'm highlighting it. It's a short piece. So you can see the Rokeach, very interesting figure. There's a Sefer Rokeach, which is a work of Halacha. That's what we're looking at right now, in Hilchah Shabbos. The Rokeach also wrote a Perish Tfilah, which is great. Uh, it's a really good uh, Perish Tfilah. Some quirky Chassidi Ashkenaz uh, type analysis, but I like the Sefer a lot. Uh, you can see here in the biography, the Rokeach of Lazarmi Germaiza. So Germaiza is? Worms. Worms, correct. It's great. We should do a, a sheer trip. After Hawaii. I spent some time in uh, the Rhinelands traveling to, uh, to Worms and Mainz and Kum. Uh, it's a great place. Uh, Maram, is, Maram is buried there. Adiyam Azet. It's about the cover of the Maram. It's unbelievable. Maram Rittenberg. He's buried in worms. Right, the guy who... He got his body back? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he... You know, see, so it's a beautiful area. Anyways. He learned by the Uraim, which is very interesting. They were kept to the Talmud of the Uraim. And then he learned by the Baal Yechuset Tanam Vamarayim, which is a wonderful sefer, uh, also, if you're familiar with it. It's like a bit of an encyclopedic work, like describing, it has like the lives of the, like each Tana and Amora written in the 1200s with their like Mamras, like what they said, and then if like, there are problems with their Mamras, he's in the Yashiv. Kind of like a very fascinating type of sefer from the Sidashkinaz. Um It turns like he's a Rebbe of the Orzarua. 
So another connection in the German body Tostos. I think Chaim Slavetic once pointed out that the like these German body Tostos they move seamlessly between like the kind of quirky teachers and like the Rabbeinu Tam style of just like hardcore Litvisha Lamdanim. Like it, well, you didn't have to choose. You didn't have to choose between, uh, like they, they embraced both of these worlds at the same time. So they're okay. Uh, seems to be one of those people. So let's see what he writes here. Kabbalah Shabbos, Tzrichim Kol Yisrael Maher Lekavel Shabbos Milasos Kol Malacha Darmina and Perek Madlikin Ben Ashmasho Stafikulo Yom Mukulo Laila. So notice this. It sounds like here. He's saying you have to be in Maher to Mekabel Shabbos from before Ben Ashmashos, right? Ben Ashmashos Misha Tishka Hachama. So I take that to mean Jeremy, the solar disk disappearing beneath the horizon, which is zero degrees. How long does Ben Ashmashos go for? The Cholzman Shepnei Mizrach Ma'adimin. Hitzav Elyon below Hitzav Atachem Ben Ashmashos Hutlasa Ravoy Mil. So for three quarters of a mil, you have Ben Ashmashos. The Chor, this is Shitas Rav Yehuda, right? Yeah? The Chishalim Ben Ashmashos, Rav Yehuda, Marvane Rechatzeros, Lerbet Chumen, Uposkinon Halacha Karevi Le'inyan Shabbos. Karevin Le'inyan Shabbos. what she's saying here? I think it's a rain of time, no? I don't know. It sounds to me like this is a rain of time. He has Tchilashkia and Sochkia. What? What? What are you saying? Oh. I actually don't know. This is, this is a very fascinating point. You see, the Sam Sofer thinks that the Rokeach is like the Uraim. Romeo, it's kind of what you just said. It's not clear about the Tel Sofer, but I'll, I'll tell you what I think is the issue here. Um, he does define Mishetishka as when it's Kvar Be'ove Harakia. Whereas Shkia is when it's Maschelas Be'ove Harakia. So what is, what is this Oveherakia thing? And what is the Chalon? <laughs> Alright, so well, it may come back to that. I'll tell you why I think this Rokeach is significant. Okay, so what's the significance? This is my Shiloh. When, when, the, when the Chama is in the Chalon, you can't see it or you can? How do you know? You can see through a window. Right, this is what I'm... This is what I'm no. The window the, the window is like a tunnel. The window is like a tunnel. Yeah, exactly. And the, I think the I think with the be a see-through tunnel. Right. 
here's, here's, what I, here's what I've been thinking about. I was watching the sunset yesterday thinking about this. Um, well, we were watching before sunset. Well, we were watching before sunset. Correct, watching before sunset. Um, I think it's pretty clear the sun starts doing weird things uh, prior to it disappearing beneath the horizon. Like the whole area was like lit up, lit up as like you know red and gold, and it's very bright. And the sun seems to be like very, um, very not just illuminated, but it's it's like the solar disk is very discreet, right? So I wonder if the Rishonim believed that the sun, when it goes into its chalon. That's what creates like that distorted view of the sun. Because they believe it's kind of like trapped in this tunnel. Right? Uh, I'll give you an example. It's like, you know, some flashlights, you could kind of put something around it so that the light shines in a more focused way. Mm-hmm. Right? So I believe their thought is like you have this, when the sun's normally shining like above the thing, so like the rays are super diffuse everywhere and it's like, when you look up right now, like you don't see a solar disk that's like very discreet and defined. And the colors are also bland. But they thought that when once the sun like dips, let's say this is the kind of horizon of Europe, so when the sun gets to a certain point, they thought it kind of goes into this chalon, where then like the rays of the sun are much more focused and contained. Because like the idea that the chalon is uh, well, I would say that it's like the rakia, it's the, it's the atmosphere that's, that's doing that thing. But the thing that they're observing is that change in the sun, right? And they're saying that's when it's maschelas likanes la rakia. It's about to travel through this tunnel. Remember, they think it's traveling through the tunnel to then start its thing on the other side. So the tunnel is like a really important piece of the astronomy. The alone here just means like opening. And like it's the opening to the outside thing, like... You're in you're in Sharon Sunday when we look at Whoa! Hey-oh! Richard's picture, right, from the from the book. Right. Do you know the diagram? From where? From Richard's uh Richard's you would have known he wasn't in. Right. Right. Uh, the idea the idea is that I can't draw it as well. Anybody wanna want to show Randy the picture? You sent it to the group. Is that the like, I think in the art school, uh, whatever they have, they probably get to be able to. But you see the point. So the point is the chama. This is the point. Maybe this is this is the idea of maschelas hachama ve'obe harakia. Like the sun is still. This is the shadow. Is the sun still visible at that point? If it is, the sun or the sun's light. Well, the sun itself. Right, the sun itself is arguably still visible at that point. So it's prior to a work, it's prior to the solar disk disappearing beneath the horizon. But it's the moment when the rays of the sun become like very focused and begin to take on that color. So then, what they're all talking about, this is our Diyakana Benutan and Sefer Yashar, when it's Madin, that's Tchilashkia. Right? So that's actually prior to astronomical sunset. Did I see that? The other view is to say. So I think I think that's what the Rokach is getting at. He has this distinction of Misha Tishka versus Shkia, which is, and he has it in Rabbeinu Tam's sense that Misha Tishka is after Shkia, as opposed to the Rebbe was Misha Tishka before Shkia, right? So he has Rabbeinu Tam, 
And I think, like Rabbeinu Tam, against the Ramban's reading of Rabbeinu Tam, the Ramban said, Shkir Rishonah is when the rays of the sun disappear beneath the horizon. Right? And the sun seizes Luzrach al Pnei That was the Ramban's definition of Rabbeinu Tam. This sounds like it's Rabbeinu Tam's Mishatishka Shkir Rishonah, but like Sefer Ayashar, that Shkir Rishonah is prior to the solar disk dipping beneath the horizon. And that's Misha Maschela Sachama Bo'obeherekiya. And then from that until Tzayzakochavim is five mil. Right?
but it's still visible. The solar disk is visible. So when you get 3.25 mil a day, then you hit Visha Shaka. That's after 3.2. That's Shia. That's so Shia. That triggers Benashmashos. Four. 0.75 mil, which gets you six. Mishdish is not a real category there. That's just what? Mishdish is not a real category there. It's not a period. No, no, no. It's not a period of time. Well, this is a good question. Mishdish is the... What astronomical thing does this coincide with? I'm not even saying I'm just saying... It has no halakhi. Nothing happens to that. No, it's 3.25 mil. It triggers being asmashos. Oh, that's Mishdish. I'm saying that's straight into the 0.75 mil. Just the boundary between day and day. Now I don't know. Does this, does this is this when the solar disk disappears beneath the horizon, or is it after? That was not focus, right? People, some saw the Rabbeinu Tam thought it was earlier. I mean, I don't know for Rabbeinu Tam. Is this the solar disk disappearing beneath the horizon? In which case, Shkia is three and a quarter mil prior to that. What do we say that is? Like an hour? What's eighteen times three point two five? Fifty-eight minutes. Yeah, fifty-eight minutes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then Sace, which makes it Lila Lila Mamish. Okay? Good? Those are the those are the where's Ned? Yeah. Then there's the Ramban to Dr. Bingham, who says he has this whole thing. But he defines Shkia Rishona not as Madim and Rotolikanes, but as solar astronomical sunset. Right? Which means you're delaying this whole thing to when the solar disk disappears. And then you're going to start counting 3.25 mil a day after the sun has disappeared, which is wild. What's the advantage of the Ramban's view? I think it's just that became very the most accepted reading of Rainbow Town, even though it seems to be well, it's more, it's more intuitive that like that 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 shi, that, that shia is when the sun goes below the no, then I don't know. Once then you split between Mishatishka yeah, and the shia, shia, right? yeah, it has no purpose. Maybe it has yeah, exactly. But isn't that a correlation thing? The Shetishko would just be like when the sun is a specific amount below the horizon. Well, why are you confused about this all along? Wait, you're saying this has no halos? Shkiri Shona? Yeah. According to the Ramban, it has a halos with respect to Tosefa Shabbos. As the earliest we did Tosefa Shabbos. And Ramban believes it coincides with um, clock, or it's right at that clock. In Ravina Tan himself, we don't know what the significance of Shia Rishona is, other than it, help, it, it helps you calculate uh, when Shkia Mishatishka Akama. But Mishatishka has no astronomical correlation. We don't know. It may be that he's Ravina Tan. Well, for the Ravina or the Ravina Tan? Uh, right, it doesn't correlate. Well, it may correlate. No, no how it does. Something nothing observable. observable. Nothing observable. Yeah. Right, nothing observable. Correct. Correct. 
It could just be a degree of sunset. Right. Meaning that, like Rashi, like Rashi in Brachos, Gemar Biasa, like Jeremy quoted, the Gemar Biasa Chama is Mishatishka. It takes the sun three and a quarters mil to, from, from disappearing above the horizon to when it's considered Shakua to be Mugdurus. For being become regular, you have a way of interpreting at least that. Both of the are significant. Yeah, for a minute time regular, it seems to be very close up. Tishka when it disappears. Right. And that's this Lushan here. I'm just saying, if you go to Lushan the Rokeach, which I'm reading as the same as a minute time in Sefer Yashar, he says again, That is over here. Um, so it's not like a it is. Is it the same thing? Yes, because then nothing happened. They also think before sunset, sunset it's Vada. They just he just found a way to be Miyasha this year of putting in three point two five mil for something that's not important. It'll be very not similar. Not It'll be very similar to this year. It would be. I mean, it would be. Okay, unless you okay, are you good in terms of that a problem? That a problem? Maybe not. But so what's that not thing? People on the suburbs. Right. Well, let me just say it. Right. Correct. You'll see. Everybody understands Rabbi Tam. In the Rambans and the Hafiz Farage interpretation. Well, maybe something because of this reason. Well, let me point out that one thing you should be more cautious about. Your number one is actual sunset. Well, your number one is the actual No, I'm saying what's unknown. We shouldn't be given No, we don't. I'm saying within the Rambans and the Yashar, this is not certain. Yeah, I think you could say this is when the sun is Majim and Rotali Panes. So it's prior to solar sunset. There's no chashivas to the sun disappearing beneath the horizon. There's no chashivas at all. And actually, the 3.25 mil to Mishatishka Chama is also an unobservable event. Meaning, you could accept my reading of Rabinu Tam and not think that it's. And not think that Mishatishka Chama is. makes more sense. It probably should be later because 3.25 mil after that. That's what you have to figure out. Check. You have to check. I, when I Googled, people say the sun is kind of doing nice things for like the, the golden hour. It is an hour before the sun disappears. Right, so, so the 58 minute coincidence is. Now you might say it's, it's a few minutes off, and that's well, fine too. You might say it's a few minutes off, meaning the Gonim say, like like the Ibn Ezra, that it's the disappearance of the solar disk, that's Kaveashkia. The literally the disappearance of the solar disk. And the Minakam thinks it's five minutes after that. Because what's the Hashivas of the disappearance of the solar disk? Or, I'm just saying we don't know. It could be that we should just got Chama. It's an open question if we should just got Chama, so Shia Harbinitam is a fundamentally different Shear from the solar disk disappearance. If it is that, I'm saying it's not a problem if that's the same thing. No. It's not a problem because you don't get the sense in Rabbeinu Tam that he's ever disagreeing while Allah on the phone. Nowhere does he say, like, and therefore I have this massive Kiddush Lagina. But anyway, Rabbeinu Tam is so chill. It's like, how do you miyashe the sphere between Shabbos and Safim? Oh, one's referring to Tila Shkia and Sof Shkia. So then why would people ever assume he, why does everyone assume that that's not? That would be easier to assume that Rabbeinu Tam's not coming up this crazy trash. All right, we have to figure out. Probably just the Ramban's influence that the everyone's just assuming they're, being, they're assuming they're a ban bidas so many times. This is crazy. But What's crazy? No, but that, that's crazy because what I'm saying is crazy. It seems true. Right, but you read a bin with me in cheer, right? 
Yeah. Or Dana Tom, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's so important. You read Sefer Yasher inside, and you see that the Rakaf is saying the same. Not the Rakaf. You see that? Yeah, you see the Rakaf is saying the same thing. Um, it sounds like they're Kishemaschelas Hachama Beove Arakia. Bechaloneha. They're obsessed with this Chalon thing. Right? So if they're Ambaz assuming that once it's. That means the. It disappeared. The sun disappears. But it could be that the Chalonet means it's still visible, just the lights are fracking in funny ways, like the atmosphere. We know that's a, we know that's a thing. The atmosphere does do that. And I assume you can see through a Chalon. That's the whole point of a Chalon, right? No. Uh, a Chalon means an opening well, out of the Rakia. Like, uh, yeah, I probably can't see through a Chalon. That was just a joke I made it on. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Also, I bring you Tom's Lashon Sefer is Kishachama Rotzeli Kanes, right? And it's Mazen. That sounds early. That sounds early, right. So I think this is the picture of Rabbeinu Tom and Sefer Yashar. The picture for the Ramban Vidas Rabbeinu Tom is same picture, but you define Shia Rishona as a solar disk disappearing, which delays the whole process. Well, that's the 72 minute after what we have here. Correct. Right. Which, and that's, by the way, if we take Rabbeinu Tam Kipshuto, you could defend him from the Gra's objection that the Seichel is Makdish, that Seisak Ochavim is 72 minutes also we take after so, the disappearance of the solar disk. There's no more Shitas Rabbeinu Tam if we take Kipshuto. Right. If we take? If we take Kipshuto, there's no more Shitas Rabbeinu Tam. Correct. But the Gaonim also think that Benashimashu Other than giving some Kashivas, and this is a separate enterprise, perhaps is there some Kashivas to Shkir Rishonah? I think it's just him trying to be, he's trying to defend the Goni. You could just say, he's just trying to defend the Goni and make right. it stay with the, with the, right. with the, mm-hmm. the question would be, is do you want to impute some sort of Uraeum-esque, the, the question would be, do you want to impute some sort of Uraeum-esque type of Kalos to pre-disappearance of the solar disk? Well, but the Ramban is only, Vishitaso Bidasar Benetam, that that's after the solar disk disappears. Would you say, Bishita Sarbinu Tam, as we're reading in Sefer Yashar, that maybe... Right. Because Sefer Shabbos can't be earlier than Madim and Rotzeli Kanes. Meaning, take the Ramban's conclusion without the Ramban's Hagadar of Shkiri And still take the Hashivas of Plaga Right? No, but... Plaga Mincha would be an hour and a quarter before Shkia. Before Shkia Rishona. On, on the Rabbeinu Tam Sefer Yashar view. Right? We don't know how to remind your Shel Zmanios yet. We don't know if Shel Zmanios depend on Shkia or exists. That's a, but assume that, that Shel Zmanios depend on Shkia. Well, Ramban says that plag is roughly the same shear as Misha Tishka Atama. And that's why you can makabal shahs like Marcus, you get that Meyer from Plag and you can makabal shahs from Plag. Because it's roughly Misha Tishka Atama. Okay, everybody with me? But I would say if you want, if you're searching for affirmation that there's Kashivas to pre pre-solar disk disappearing. Who's the shita that gives that its greatest kashivas? The array. The Right? So the question is, could you impute something similar within uh, shita sabinitam? My father would say, you know, 
Yireim Nishma Lavirin Tam Yasha that there's like some halachic significance to that, to that pre disappearance of the solar disk spot. Okay, so far so good. I just, the reason why I add this Rokach is I think the Rokach's formulation is a good support for the um, for the reading of Rabbeinu Tam that it is pre-sunset. Shkiri Shom is pre-solar sunset. Okay? Now, the other sheet that you know is just the Ravon Bidas Rav Yehuda. I'm not going to go into it here. The Ravon Bidas Rav Yehuda, the Chora is the Shkia, which is solar sunset, the sun disappearing. Three quarters mil. And then... Which is Hagar's And then four and a quarter mil later is Tesakochaber. Ravan Bidasa Yuda. Okay? And there's Shia, disappearance of the sun. Then there's Benashmashas for three quarters of a mil. Benashmashas ends at Hitzif Elyon Behishilatachton. And then four and a quarter mil is Tesakochaber. He rejects this review. Because he thinks you take the sugya and brachos down there. Vishita's review. Vishita's review. So just, I mean, clarification on the Ramban, Vishita's review. Same picture. What does he think Shia is again? Not Madim and not Rosalie Kanes, but he says Misha Yifsa, you know, Hakama, which is even earlier. Later. Later. I mean, Shkia is when the solar disk disappears. How does that work with Pagna? Yeah. That, that doesn't work with Pagna. So I think the Ramban is assuming that, you, that you're going to define your shows manios from, from Misha Tishka Chama, which is 52 minutes later. Or from or from Tesek it's not clear. Wait, so plug is so when you're, if you're defining your shows manios that way, does that work? Does that no. Wait, wait, wait. Plot, that means plug is after the sun has gone below the horizon. No, because no, plug is an hour and quarter. No, because now, no, now it's not really actually sunset anymore. Plug is an hour and quarter, right? Shkirishkemnas will call sunset. It's not, it's not what sunset is. How much is four mil? Four mil is 72 minutes. It's an hour and 12 minutes. Right. So it's an hour 12 minutes versus an hour 15 minutes. Right? So it's like three minute difference. That's our last point. He's like, the significance of plot is that by the time you're done davening, it's already Misha Tishka Acham. Those also shows Monios and regular time. What? Yeah, we haven't gone, but we're going to get the show's money soon. But yes, that has to be finesse for the Ramban. No, that is, it also depends on the time of year. It's obviously all, right. it's all messed up. But what is, I mean, the Ramban must have been thinking. I mean, it's supposed to be a problem. 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 It's supposed to be a It's supposed to be a Look, if you want to go back to the Ramban and argue that the Ramban agrees with my reading of Sefer Yashar, that would be even better. I'll go back to the Ramban and double check. Let's go to the Ramban for a second and turn us on the Because then you have more support for the stream. You saw this. Well, look at that Ramban for a second. So where's the Tarasadam here on the source sheet? Now, page 9. I'm highlighting it now, so you could... 
I think he reads this as like the western part of the sky is still red. You can't see the solar, you can't see the sun itself from Mishatish. Right? But the sky, the sky is still a little red. So what is Nistalka's Rikhasa Minaretz? One way of reading that is that the solar disk disappeared. That's how we're reading it. You could read it that it, ceased to sh- it ceases to shine down on the earth. That's what you would say with Pashtas, right? I said, I said maybe there's a difference between... Well, you could say the sun. Well, I was saying you could say the sun is shining down, right? Like when you say, "Mr. Sun, Mr. Sun, please shine down on me," like you mean something like you're something over here, right? It's like your shadow is like short enough, right? Whereas close to that's the eastern part of the sky. Let's say this way. I'm going to keep this guy still. When the sun is close to sunset. So it's on, the sun's in the west, and like it's rays, like the rays, you wouldn't say the sun is shining down on you when it's at this angle, like relative to the earth, right? <laughs> well, well, Josh, I think Josh, when we discuss Josh, is like, I don't even know what that means, right? Like, the sun's, always, the sun's always shining down on the earth. Yeah. But the point is, you might think that there's some angle that the sun has to be relative to where you are for to say it's shining down. Whereas here, like, the sun is no longer shining on you. Like, the sun is shining over there, and you can kind of, like, observe it from this. We need the new grass Dyson. This doesn't cost so much spring. Who? Neil grass Dyson? Yeah. He's like a pop culture, like, astronomy guy. He's a pop culture. Wow. That's a lot. You really never heard of what you're doing? So the claim is that you can read this Ramban saying that Nistalka Hashasha his kill the Khanis Burkia and Nistalka's Rikhasa Minara. Huh? Well I think the Rishona might have thought it's no longer shining down on the earth because it's already too westward of the earth. Ladies, it has some. Nistalka's Rikhasa Minara. No, but you're thinking it's the opposite of Zrikhasa Shamish is Shias. What? No. Yes, it is. Zrikhasa Minara. Matchila. They think that there's this process where it's beginning to go into the Rikhia. Right? Some of it below the horizon, 
Not that it's below the horizon. Remember, they have this cologne picture. So the idea is that the thing is, once it's in its cologne, it's no longer shining downward on the earth. It's shining eastward on the earth. Why you have to figure out what the Rishonim mean, right? Yeah, we, it's we, like, I can't be all alone. 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 I can't be all what does that mean? Does that mean Shana Zarachas Bar? Does that mean that it's, it's below the horizon? Or does it it's a funny it's a funny phrase to use if you're trying to say beneath the horizon. No? Why do you say hello? Oh I got it. Let's see, what do you have? Come around. This shows me hello what it means by hello. the sun sets, it moves. You see it that way because you already have this theory laden picture. You could easily think that the sun is going it's, it's going west, 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 west. And then back, 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 back through the chalon. And then up, 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 This is the chalon. the horizon. Why is it not the horizon? No, because you don't see it getting... Like, you don't, yeah, it is you don't watch it go... There back, is back, no back, horizon back. for the Rishonin. No, because there's... What do they do? What do they do? You don't watch it. There has to be a path through the rakia. Maybe all they Remember, the rakia is solid for the Rishonin. It's a thick, solid thing. Maybe all they mean by chalon is that it gets... Below the horizon, that makes sense actually. You think that's like the big thing, and the path is just under where we can see it. Right, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not that. Because you, when you see the sunset, you don't see it. If, if it were to move back. No, but they don't, they, that, they don't think that. They don't think that it comes to me. Then the path would get smaller. Huh? As it gets farther, the path would get smaller. They th- the sun does look like it's getting smaller. No. no. Not in a spherical sense. Yes, it does. It looks. It does. Like, look at the sun during the day. It looks very diffuse and very big. Look, look at it at sunset. It looks like a tiny little disc. That's like very discreet. No, once, once you can discern the disc. I mean, when it's in the entire sky, you can't discern a disc. Right. Why not? Because it's too bright. Okay, because you know the physics. I don't know, I know, but, I'm saying, but if you didn't know the physics, you would think that the sun the is moving further away. No, I understand. It's this. moving five mil from the Columbia. As, as soon as you can observe the disc, though. From like when when it's up here and you can observe it to when it's down here and you can observe it, these are the same size. That's what I'm saying. Because once the disc is discernible, as it moves back, it should get smaller. Well, maybe that's the yeah. path of the chalon. Like you only see it small when it's already entering the chalon. No, but it's still going down. Right? Like you can see the, the amount of circle lesser. Maybe the chalon is slanted. So that, that's yeah. Right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right, the question, look, the, the important question here before we break is, is Eina Zoraka Sala Aretz compatible with the solar disk being visible? That's the, that's the million dollar question and just determining whether the Ramban is moving away from Rabina Tam Kipshuto. Anybody? Should we put this to a Nimnu Vagamru vote? Yeah. I think you could read the Ramban as compatible with the Rinitam and Sefer Yasher. I mean, does Nistapas Rikhasa Menaris mean it's, it's no, the solar disk is no longer visible? 
Why would you want to do that? Then you're just assuming another person read that's not the wrong bottom wrong. That's not compatible. That's not compatible. Some very different. Every time, if you're not reading, is that the shkiri shemna is like someone not the shkiri found, right? He said about Chila Shkia, Shkia Zachama, she has Shah, she has Chila Likanes Perakia, and is Stalka Zrichasa Minaret. It's before the red in the sun. Well, it's before the red in the sky, that's the point. So you guys are willing to say Nistakos Vichasam and Aretz means the solar disk has dipped beneath the horizon? Yes. Yeah. You're sure about that? No. Not sure about no you're not sure about it. I'm not sure about it. Right. That would shift everything down, right? I'm just saying that the only things you have to go on in the Ramban to say that he's rereading Rabbeinu Tam is if he's saying Nistakos Vichasa Minha Aretz, or that phrase he uses again, Mishash Eino Zorachas Aretz, means the solar disk is no longer visible. I want to say. The sun is no longer considered Zorachas Ba'aretz, like shining on the earth, when it is uh, at this altitude. Can I give you a mashal for a second? I believe the Bhagavad Ram writes with respect to Birch Salvana, which we'll talk about at a different point, that if the clouds are such that you could see the moon, but it's not Zorachas Ala'aretz, like that means that you don't see the light on the ground. So like the, you could see through the clouds, you could see the moon. There's a small hole in the clouds. What? No, no, it's obscure. It's it's thin cloud. They're thin clouds. You could see the luminosity of the of the moon. It's visible, but it's not actually providing light for you. Like it's not zorachas on the aras. They say, and you can't make the rest of That's a din of getting hanaf from the moon. Which we'll talk about at a different point. Which seems to be less physically active, but it still is providing you with some light. Okay, but it's obscured. The point here is, you say something here. The belief is that, let's say, the Earth is... Well, let me put it this way. Let's believe that the Earth is finite. Right? And let's also assume it's round for a second, or somewhat round. That's the show we should have received. The thought here, you could have this view that this is the Rachas al when the moon is somehow at the, at the proper angle relative to the ground. But once the... Sorry, on the sun. But once the sun is over here, it's no longer the Rachas al relative to where you are. That would be the argument for the Ramban. That's right? the most scientifically intact of what we believe today. Uh, well, no, because I think we would say, like Josh said, that the sun is shining on the earth. Like, it just depends where, I guess. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. No, you're saying relative to where you are. Right, relative to where you are. Yeah, that's what, that's what, that's what it is now. It's right, next to your shining on the earth. Some, correct, some correct. Place. Relative to where you are, it's no longer shining down on the earth. And it's true, it's true that if you're on the beach, and the sun, and you're looking westward, so you're on the coast of Portugal, or you're in Hawaii, and the sun is directly west of you, and you are standing on the beach, it's true that it will cast a shadow right behind you. It's true. Right, that's right. But that's not the Rachas Alaret anymore, that's the claim. The claim is that that's not the Rachas Alaret, because the sun is really shining here, it's not down on the earth. So it would be about what degree is, what does your shadow look like? If your shadow's behind you, or like on the wall behind you, if you have a full shadow on the wall behind you, that's not Zaraka Salaretz. It's Zaraka Salakir. That's the claim. Why are you trying to fit the well, into this? Obviously, somewhere down the line, someone. It's a little. Well, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say why. Yeah, good. Oh, guys. Richard has it. 
at, at that point, go, go to the beginning of the video where you see the Zricha, clearly al Can we put it on the projector? Is someone with a bigger computer? Also, since it was Ramban, because everyone said something there, everyone would be. Your was weird about what you meant Like, did everyone understand that? Someone else opens the Nice. Okay. I love watching it. Okay. It's so so, 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 then you could see that the sun is kind of has this reflection in the water, right? Yeah, you see how the sun looks like the sun is shining on the water, right? Yeah. That maybe is Vichasa Al-Aretz. And now go, go a little further. Yeah, still Vichasa Al-Aretz. Okay. So there, there's no Zricha al Wow. That's what I was saying the whole time. Wow. Earlier. Is that it's shining? Well, you might say there is. You might, say, you might say this area over here is still Zricha al Yeah, right. But you can see it, right. No, but isn't the whole point that go up a little bit? Go back, rewind a little bit? Right, so maybe that's already no longer Zricha al What about that? What about that thing? Like, the point is that the point is that by the time it's not so I'm, I'm willing to say even at the beginning of that video clip, it's not Zrichas Al Aretz because your shadow would not be on the ground. Is this like your shadow would be? Yeah. Why are you so shadow? Your shadow? Well, why are you Because the Zricha is not up, the sun's not shining down on the ground. But don't you think Zricha means what the sun is? All right, guys, we got to stop for a minute here. All right, next year we'll pick up, uh, we'll, we'll say a little more about the, the, you know, next year, guys, let's start with the, um, with the sheet of the Goanim and the Maram Alashkar. Yeah, this video is not.